About a quarter of an hour before Bonaparte quitted the Bellerophon, Montalon came to me on the quarter deck and said, I'm directed by the Emperor to return you his thanks for the manner in which you have conducted yourself throughout the whole of this affair. And he desires me to say that the greatest cause of disappointment he feels in not being admitted to an interview with the Prince Regent is that he had intended to ask as a favor from his Royal Highness that you should be promoted to the rank of your admiral. I answered that although the request could not have been complied with under any circumstances, as it was contrary to the regulations of our naval service, yet I do not the less feel the kindness of the intention. He meant also, he said, to have presented you the box containing his portrait, but he understands you are determined not to accept it. I replied, in the situation I am placed, it is quite impossible I can receive any present from him. He is perfectly aware, said he, of the delicacy of your situation and approves of your conduct. I then said, I feel much hurt that countless causes should have stated to Lord Keith that I had promised Bonaparte should be well received in England, or indeed made promises of any sort. I have endeavored to conduct myself with integrity and honor throughout the whole of this transaction, and therefore cannot allow such an assertion to go uncontradicted. Oh, said he, this cause has negotiated this business. It has turned out very differently from what he and all of us expected. He attributes the emperor's situation to himself and is therefore desirous of giving it the best countenance he can, but I assure you, the emperor's convinced your conduct has been most honorable. Then taking my hand, he presented it and added, and that is my opinion also. In the course of the afternoon, I attended General Savary and Lallemand on board the Northumberland, where they went for the purpose of taking a last farewell of their master. I had very little conversation with him myself, but they remained with him a considerable time. When I was about to return to my ship, I went into the cabin to tell them they must accompany me. They approached him in the after cabin where he was standing, and he embraced each of them most affectionately after the French manner, putting his arm round them and touching their cheeks with his he was firm and collected, but in turning from him, the tears were streaming from their eyes. On getting on board, all the squadron got underway, the Tonnant and Bellerophon, to return to Plymouth, the Northumberland, with two troop ships in company to proceed to St. Helena. The following day, she was joined by a frigate and several soups of war from Plymouth, when she made sail to the westward. Having now brought my narrative down to the period of Bonaparte's quitting the ship, it only remains for me to give some account of his person and character, as far as it fell under my view. In doing so, I shall endeavor, as far as possible, in the same spirit with which the foregoing narrative is written, to avoid being biased, either by favorable or unfavorable feelings towards him, he may have been when at the head of the French Empire with the destiny of the greater part of Europe under his control I have no 
peculiar means of knowing. All I can pretend to do is to describe him as he was on board the Bellerophon, adding a few anecdotes which have been omitted in the course of the narrative, as serving to throw some further light upon his character.'